0: This is a show about content marketing for established, sophisticated online businesses. Unlike other shows about marketing, we focus on sustainable, measurable content creation. How to authentically automate your marketing to build up your know, like, and trust factor with a nurtured, engaged audience between launches and get back to actually living your life instead of working to live. Hey, hey, friends. I am so excited for this episode. Not only because I'm going to be introducing a new series, but I just finished the homeschool season for my kids this year, just recently as I'm recording this. And it feels like this kind of opening, this burgeoning, this kind of butterfly period for me. So it's all kind of aligning, which is always fun, of course. But the new series, right? We just finished up the Shiny Happy Tactics series, and I loved it. It was great. I really enjoyed poking holes in all those things that the marketing and online business experts tout as the only way to do things. But now it is time for us to switch gears just a little bit because it was a great series and it was very tactical. And as much as I love talking about tactical marketing things and how-tos and what you can do to get the most out of the content and other things you're putting out there to build your know, like, and trust factor... There are other things that happen that prevent you from doing that. And that's why we're going to be talking about all the content feels as we move forward in this new series. And whenever I introduce a new topic, a new framework, or in this case, a new podcast series, there's always a little bit of of itis going on, especially here, since I'm introducing a series that goes starkly against all the tactical explanations and myth-busting that I've been doing since the beginning of the calendar year. So am I feeling some imposter syndrome? A little. A little. Not a horrible amount, but there is some. I'm not a trauma-informed counselor, and I'm about to talk about feelings. I'm doing it from common sense, of course, and how it applies to how you market your business. But there's always just a little bit of that itis going on, right? So so let's do it. Let's talk about all the feelings that get in the way of showing up. And I'm going to start by covering the biggest, baddest feeling of all. It is so pervasive. I have yet to meet a single person who can't admit to it writer's block, creator's block, the block wall. So I'm going to do something a little different in this episode, and I'm going to walk you through how I unlocked this idea in the first place and taking you along the journey so you can see that, no, we don't all have it together. And yes, sometimes we need to work through things even when we're really good at content. Being a content strategist does not make all your content look like unicorns and rainbows. Now I've long talked about creating content being one of the best ways to talk yourself out of imposter syndrome, so I'm going to work on proving it out here. If you want more on that particular topic, on having a great content body of work, show you as the expert that you are, I'm going to highly recommend you go check out episode number 233, where I interviewed Jeremy Ends. We talked all about building trust through your content body of work, or go ahead and pop over to my latest imposter syndrome episode. I'll link that in the show notes as well, where I walk through the how and why of that particular statement that I just made. But here's the short version. If you talk about a subject long enough, you can't help but show your expertise. And while talking with a colleague who is struggling through a rebrand last month, I came up with a new way to work through the wall. My normal pep talk wasn't working for her, so I told her how I teach writing to my 11-year-old based on the Institute for Excellence in Writing program, which by the way is fantastic. It's created by a man named Andrew Pudua, and it is a wonderful way to teach writing to, well, actually really ages of all kinds. I've been doing it to fourth, fifth, and sixth graders through our homeschool program for the last couple of years. That program teaches the five-paragraph essay format Basically, like this, and yes, I'm going to be glossing over a ton, but this is the basics. When it comes to writing that five paragraph essay, you start with the conclusion. And by starting with the conclusion, I'm going to digress for a short moment here. We aren't starting with a conclusion, as in, hey, I'm going to conclude this before I've even looked into the topic. You are going to have to look up some sources, you're going to have to make some notes. We call them keyword outlines in our writing program. But basically, once you've done that part of the stuff, right, you're going to go. First, to the conclusion. So the two things you, the two big things you want to cover in the conclusion are what is the most significant thing about this topic and why is that the most significant thing? Then you're going to restate those three topics, those three body paragraphs that led you here. And then finally, as a closing sentence, you're going to reflect your title words. And in terms of content strategy, that's probably going to be what your content topic is. So for this particular piece of my podcast's content, that is what we're going to do. We're going to workshop all the content feels. So what is the most significant theme or aha or takeaway here? What's the big idea? It is your feelings. It's your feelings about your subject and your feelings about content marketing that will make or break your content consistency. Here I'm going to do another little digression or a little sidebar, if you will, right? So if you want to know more about consistency, go check out the episode. I think it was called Ghosting Your Audience, Consistency is a Choice, I, in that episode, cover the three kinds of consistency, and the brief rundown is there's consistency in messaging, consistency in frequency, that's probably what you first thought of when I said consistency, and then consistency in quality, and all three of those do matter, of course, but when I'm talking about consistency right here in this episode, in the All the Content Feels workshopping episode, I am talking about not just frequency, but all three of those, messaging, quality, and frequency. All right. Sidebar over. Okay. So what I was saying is the big idea is that your feelings about your subject and your feelings about content marketing will make or break your content consistency. So why now is that significant? That's the next part, right? What is the most significant thing and now why is it significant? Well, the answer in this case is building up your know, like, and trust factor depends on you showing up for your people with impactful topics, a spark of service, and the know-how to hone it all into a content plan that works for your business. If your feelings get in the way of you doing any one of those steps, you can say goodbye to content consistency. So then what gets in the way of all of that? Well, all of the common enemies I talk about in my b Seen program, you know, like FOMO, insecurity, all of those things, right? Uh, boundaries in business, both the lack of them and having boundaries that are too rigid, Imposter syndrome, we already briefly covered that, right? You know, the I'm not enough, or the others are better than me, or it's all been said before, what can I possibly add here? And then also lack of transparency and wanting to appear like a fully grown biz buddy, right? So we're going to be covering all of those topics in the coming weeks. That's the, the body of our essay here, essentially, on all the content fields. Those things will be covered separately, but I would, in the conclusion, I would state what's most significant the big idea. I would state, why is it significant? And then I would briefly revisit those topics, which I just did. And then finally, after that, we're going to get to the introduction, which includes an attention getter, some background info, and an introduction to our topics. Only now that I already know what my topics will be, I just said them, and also how I'm going to wrap them up in a pretty bow in our already finished conclusion, that intro is more or less finished. I just need a flashy hook an attention getter to tell you why this topic series matters to you. And I've touched on it already. All the content feels out there are what is preventing you from getting the success in content marketing that you desire. I don't care if you launch twice a year and need 100 students each time, or if you only work with 15 clients a year and you rarely have an opening in your calendar. Content marketing can and should work for your business. If it is not, it's either messaging systems, or content feels that's getting in the way. I've covered content systems extensively on this podcast and on my blog. I've covered messaging as well in the past, how to define it, how to research it, and how to share it. So now we're going for that third one. We're covering all the content feels, how to work through them so you can show up to serve your people with content that brings them on a trust-building journey. That wall, that creative wall, that writer's block, whatever you want to call it, right? The block wall. It's a lot easier for you to breach that wall when you follow an outline. It's one of the reasons why AI is taking off so wonderfully right now because that blinking cursor of doom is a scary place to hang out in for too long. If you don't have a way to move through something, everything feels like it's too big. My goal with this series is yes, to help you deal with the things that are preventing you from showing up consistently and frequency at least, but also know that you are confident that when you do show up, you will be showing up with consistency in both quality and messaging. We can do that together through this podcast series. Or if you want more hands-on help, I have tomorrow, if you're listening to this right after it airs, my timing was a little off, but tomorrow I'm doing a workshop all about brainstorming content topics that will move your buyers, your audience, into a buyer's journey. Help them build that trust with topics that are going to make sure that they are a really good fit for you and that you can actually teach them in a great way. If you're listening to this after that, don't worry, there will be a replay that you can also get to. I'll make sure I have a link for all of that in the show notes as well. With that, I'm actually going to close early. I really just wanted to introduce this next series and tell you that, yeah, we're going to be talking about the non-tactical things that are preventing you from using content to market your business in a wonderful, sophisticated, sophisticated, and elevated way. Next week, we have Joanna Lindemom on the episode. We're going to be talking about acknowledging fear in our services, in our courses, and the marketing that we use. And then from there, we're going to move on to some of those other topics that I already addressed here. I'm so excited to bring you along this journey. If there's anything you want covered, the series is not fully, fully planned out yet. I've got the next uh, five or six weeks planned out. But beyond that, you have time to get your input into me. So feel free to reach out. You can find me on LinkedIn, on Instagram, or you can message me right through the podcast website. Talk soon. If you found value from this episode, there are two things you can do to thank me. The first is share it with a friend. If you enjoyed this episode, you learned something from it, odds are you know somebody who needs to hear this message. I do truly believe that a rising tide lifts all boats. And if you help that friend with something that they need to do, we're gonna have less crappy marketers out there, which means less scams, and we get to help more people in those ways that we uniquely are meant to help them. The second thing you can do is leave a rating on whichever podcast app you are listening to the show on right now. Doing that helps me reach more people, getting, again, this same great information out there, and we all make a better, happier, effective, and ethical world as a result. Thanks so much. See you next week.